See this episode's show notes for our unique promo code to get up to two months of free podcasting service with Libsyn when you sign up for a new account. Get your show on Apple and Spotify. Get helpful stats and all the support you need to sound your very best. Hi, this is Al of Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast and proud member of the collective. And you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight Podcast. Welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 316. And you like, yeah, it sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, we passed the pie. We yeah. passed the pie, and then we spoke to Jed. So that sounds about right. Uh, listeners, you are live streaming, if you are, with us. Uh, two high press have you, Rebecca and Ray. Rebecca, hello, hello, hello. Hello. I should have just. <laughs> I should have gone. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have paid attention. Hi. Okay. Hi. Hi. It's um, Blue yep. Monday in the UK, so you get a very drab. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, but yeah, but you're on. Uh, you're on holidays. Or just the, the I, day off. I am. Thank you, America, for Martin Luther King Day. Meaning <laughs> I uh, don't have to uh, do any to work, work this afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Just chillax and talk about some some Moon Knight goodness. Uh, and uh, as always, loony listeners, you are joining us. Uh, well, for this instance, on a moonshine. Um, yes. So Rebecca and I will be looking at the latest and greatest from Jed McKay and Federico Sabatini this time, Rebecca. But you know, he's no yep, stranger. Yep. Uh, we had him last time, so there's some some continuity there as well. So. Yes, absolutely right. So we'll be getting into that as the main component of the show. Uh, as always, a huge thank you to all our Patronies. Thank you so much for uh, for sticking with us. Uh, it's a brand new year, and um, hopefully, you know, hopefully you'll you'll be with us again. And we've got we've got things happening. Uh, as mentioned last episode, uh, got a little something that preparing for you. So that's good. Um, a big thank you to the likes of our well big. Thank you to our principal sponsors, uh, Drew Toomes, Daniel Dewing, Frank the Think Tank, and our two other sponsors, CLZ Comics and Dreamland Comics from Schoenberg, Illinois. Uh, so, Rebecca, yeah, I mean, you know, we're here again. We had a nice a nice chat with Jed, and before we that we... We uh, got his height out of him, all the things you wanted in life. Yeah, that really surprised me. What was that, 6'5"? Six, 6'5", five? Six, five, yeah. Tall Can timber. Never meet him, yeah. <laughs> tall, tall timber, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, we got a lot more than that, of course. Jed was yeah. always, always so gracious with his time. Um, yeah, we got, we got to chat about the last six or so issues, and we got a fresh one coming up, Rebecca. Uh, yeah. For those that know Commodore Planet, you know what's going on yeah. there. Um, what is going on there? It's a cool <laughs> cover, though. It is a cool cover. It is a cool cover. Um, as for, by way of of white noise loonies, there's there's not much. Um, to be fair, uh, no. been a, a bit a bit busy, <laughs> but I don't think there's anything, Rebecca. Oh, other no. than the rumor, there's that rumor you probably saw. Which Did you rumor? see that? Did I see it? Uh, that Moon Knight apparently season two will um oh. commence 
just before I think or around the time of Secret Wars when the, that yeah, movie was out. Yeah, I kind of ignore those kind of movies mm. a little bit because like no one really knows the timing and Marvel changes it. Exactly. But um, I mean, but we'll see. Uh, HMV we'll in the UK has a Moon Knight poster. I will tell you that. Oh, I popped okay. in yesterday and there was a Moon Knight. Wow, poster. HMV, that's a blast from the past. I, I never go in. We were killing time before a bus, and I was like, "Oh, look, a Moon Knight poster." Didn't yeah. buy it, but yeah. oh, I want to give actually a shout out to one of our um, valued loonies and host, one of the hosts of Capes on the Couch. Anthony Sitko, I saw on the Discord, Rebecca, I'm not sure if you saw it, his LCS guy gave him a one-to-one. I'm so jealous. Oh, how good is that? Gave a him one to one cardboard standees, yeah. Mm-hmm, to Mr. Knight. So, yeah. uh, you know, whether you like the, I mean, I think, I think the LCS guy said to Anthony anyway, I know you didn't like the TV show, but yeah. I could not get this for you. So, yeah, yeah Anthony was over the moon, you know, yeah, pun intended. So it just goes to show, Loonies, that it pays to support your local LCS and, yeah, for sure. you know, um, strike up a, a cool relationship. And if you're, if you're lucky, then you might, you know, be fortunate enough to get little, you know, little incentives like that as well. Yeah, I know Lilith from uh, Capes on the, uh, sorry, on Capes and Lunatics, I know she gets lots of freebies from her LCS. Nice. So. Yeah, yeah. Do you, I mean, Forbidden is it Forbidden Planet for you? Yeah, Rebecca? we don't have a comic shop in Milton yeah. Keynes anymore, or not a not a proper one. There's a there's one that does some comics, but they've kind of moved more to games. So I was with right. them for a while, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, they don't really do the sort of up to date comics now. So I just get from Forbidden Planet. So none okay. of those benefits for me. But that's oh, that's a yeah, that's fine. I mean, like you know, it's it's all more about I guess the supporting. Um, yeah, but it's been trundling. If you have one, yeah, yeah, I've been trundling, trundling back and forth to Kings. A shout out there. Um, they're doing very well. Nick, speaking to Nick, the uh, the owner's son, he's very cool. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's always fun. It's always fun. Um, Rebecca, shall we get into uh, straight into our moonshine review? Because like, there's not much really. There's no point in dilly dallying. Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. Um, yeah, let's let's do it. Okay, here we go. Yes, this is our moon shine review, and we are going to review Blood Moon Rising. That's issue 19, uh, as we mentioned before. Uh, this was released January 11th, 2023, with a cover date of March 2023. Uh, we have writer Jed McKay, penciler and inkers Federico Sabatini, uh, with colorist Rochelle Rosenberg, of course, letterer uh, VCs Corey Pettit, and editor Tom Bravort. Um, yeah. So... Uh, listeners, if you're not yeah. familiar, as Me. always, <laughs> uh, Rebecca and I will uh, will go through our bare bones. Now, Rebecca, Uncle Ray has not um, prepared something, nor has Wiki. I, yeah. I thought maybe they would so have we done just, something. We'll just use the one from the comic because we're going to go through it a little bit more than normal. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Idea. Uh, so we'll go we'll yeah. go through that. Yeah, and then we'll go through our points. I mean, 
yeah, it's we'll going to just... be quite freeform, everyone. It's the post. It's going to be freeform, you know, freestyle. Yeah, this is the new era. Okay, so, <laughs> okay. yeah, we'll we'll be a bit more organised for twenty. Yes, yes, but, exactly. Um, oh, just... to be fair, Rebecca, we did release a couple of episodes, quick sticks. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like we yeah. just, you know, because we had the Jed interview to fit in, we didn't have as much prep time, and yes, you know, and also trying to sync up my times and raise times and work. Oh, Rebecca, you are yeah. you are the best spin doctor I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you. So, Please, yeah. Sorry, sorry, it's not as organised as possible. It will be again, we promise. Thank you. Um, yeah, Rebecca, would you like to just give the, uh, yes, the blurb? Yes, let's do it. Blood Moon Rising. Moon Knight battled the structure, a group of vampires led by the Tutor. The Tutor sent the assassins Grand Malin and Nimian after Moon Knight and his allies. The assassins managed to kill Moon Knight's fellow visitor Conchu, Hunter's Moon, before they were defeated. A resurrected Hunter's Moon returned to aid Moon Knight during his final battle with the structure, helping defeat the vampires. Meanwhile, the supervillain Zodiac has been imprisoned since almost destroying the Midnight Mission. Despite being imprisoned and having a new psychotherapist, Dr. Robert Plesko, Zodiac very much remains a threat. So not so much a summary of the issue as where we are as it opens. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I have to say, though, I think it's rather kind to refer to Zodiac as a supervillain. Yeah. I mean, he's more a villain right now. He's a villain. If you if you count villain with the f- some superpowers, so yeah. If maybe. you count the the no pain thing as a, as a superpower, then yeah, I, I guess so. But yeah, yeah. I, I know what you, you mean. Know, I mean, he's I not. Think it's a, you know, he's not Doctor Doom. He's still kind of small fry, and I say yeah, that because a little bit. I mean, you know, that's fair. We love yeah. him, but we love. Yes, earn, he's got to do a bit more to earn the super villain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got it absolutely. I mean, and it's rife for for more stories there. So not only from yeah. Jed, but from everyone else. So yeah, absolutely um, sure he will get there. Don't worry, I have mm-hmm. faith in him. But, yes, you know. exactly. Uh, let's uh, before we dive into it, Rebecca. As always, let's um, I chuck up the the covers. Uh, so uh, this first one, of course, uh, which kind of really got everyone going as yeah, well it because a bit early, right? So it leaked, yeah, it leaked early, and I think not only that, I think from memory, we we're all kind of yay, nineteen, it's beyond eighteen, and um, you know, we we're just happy about that as well. But yeah, Commodore Planet. Uh, interesting, interesting choice. Uh, nice deep dive. I mean, considering along with Plesko as well. Lovely by Steven Segovia and Rochelle Rosenberg, as always, Rebecca. Yeah. Um, a second one is the homage variant. Now, this is pretty cool. Uh, this is by David Nakayama, and it riffs off, of course, volume one, issue one, Moon Knight, uh, but with a more modern uh, Moon Knight. Uh, cast, yeah. And cast as well, yeah, um, Hunter's Moon and um, you've got Reese and Soldier and Tiger as well. So looking good there. Rebecca, I mean, this, I mean, I'd be keen on getting this one. Um, yeah, I quite do, like this one. I quite yeah, like Yeah, I, I should nice ask. Soldier and Reese on the front. and Yeah, absolutely. And Hunter's Moon looks really cool on the front cover too. It does look pretty cool. Uh, with an, a slight variation to, to Tigra there, yeah. I think. Just, I guess, costume and her, her hairstyles. A little bit more modern, I guess. I don't yeah, know a little bit it. funky. Mm. I, did, I should have asked, um, did you get the regular cover? Yeah. yeah yes, I did I as well. But 
I will, if I have a little bit of extra coin hanging about, I will have a look for this one. That's good. Yeah, I tend to uh, look a couple of months after and see what what's yeah, around. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. And and also, I mean, as a bit of like advice or recommendation as well, there are some really good. Depending on where you are, there are some really good marketplaces uh, on Facebook, like in groups. And, yeah, and I, are. yeah, Although I, I, I was a little bit dubious about them but i know oh, are you? Done really yeah because you never yeah. know but i know people who've got oh. really good bargains so yeah yeah I, I frequent the um the aussie ones um and they you know they they sell them for literally you can get them if you're lucky for like cover price like i'm talking as in oh that's like nice. for an Aus australian you i can get them for four dollars which is half the price they're actually going for retail yeah, yeah. so <laughs> Yeah, it's um, so it's, it's really worth your while. I mean, I don't know how that translates over in the US, um, if those are worth it, or in the UK, Rebecca. But uh, of course, you got to be careful. There are some scammers as well. But I, I tend to just buy from the usual, the usual pool of, yeah. of sellers, and that works. Um, yes, this other demonized variant by Philip Tan here, Rebecca. Uh, a little bit. Uh, too much happening, I think, for me. Um, for this, uh, it's, it's not one I'd probably... I mean, it's beautiful, but it's not one I would go for. It's not one it's very... that I would go, oh, I want that on my shelf. I, you, you all know by mm. now I go for prettier stuff, generally. But I, do <laughs> like, I do like the actual blood moon in the background. So I love the blood moon as well. I do. I mean, I do like the figure of moon. It's just a little bit confusing. Uh, has he got like a necklace or, or are they extra sticky. arms? Yeah. He's got some sort of extra appendages coming off him. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> uh, and I think the fourth one, which is the incentive variant. Um, so fun. I don't know, 1 to 25, Rebecca, or 1 to 50. I don't know, one of those ratios. Yeah. Um, one that I'll never be able to get, Lucio yeah. Perillo. Yeah, yeah. yeah very nice. Yeah, yeah, it is very mm. nice. Um, Moon Knight's costume, dare I say, it's literally painted on, Rebecca, yeah. is it not? It's... um. Yeah, yeah, literally. It's not that it is just his. It's literally a naked Moon Knight with, with painted <laughs> totally. white and 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 a cape. Um, yeah, and the moon on the background in the background as well. But nice kind of old architecture that he's leaping off to. So yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that as well. Uh, so uh, yep. So those are the covers. Uh, yeah, Rebecca, and um, I guess uh, first impressions then. Shall we? Shall we say um, first impressions? What did you make of issue nineteen? Uh, it's pretty much setting. It's kind of like a stopping point, and then mm. setting up whatever's going to come next. So it has that kind of sudden change of pace from what we've just had. Um, mm -hmm. I, I so I thought it was interesting, but not necessarily wholly the a stand the the standout issue of the run. I should say, like it was nice to see Zodiac again. Um, and actually have a bit more to do. It was great to get the extra bit of the lore from Hunter's Moon about mm. what happens when you're resurrected. Uh, very much reminds me of the Iron Fist, Immortal Iron Fist, where you find out that all the previous Iron Fist died at 33. It's kind mm. of like as if there's this kind of ticking yep. time bomb behind them and, and setting up that in this next arc, Mark isn't going to have the that sort of comfort blanket of you can be resurrected. So it seemed yeah. that it was maybe a little bit expositiony, but mm -hmm. it was set to action. So that I think that that balanced it. And I think from some of the comments, different people have reacted to how the balance was done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Better or for worse. sure. 
Um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting. I think it's um, it's a setup for what we're going to get next, and and yeah, worked for me. Yeah, yeah, uh, similar with you. I mean, I think it's um, as far as like it's a weird one because like as far as setups go, like this is the the beginning of the next arc, and you know we've talked about it in the past about the first issue setting up what's to come. Um, I feel it it kind of. Um, it doesn't do that in the in the traditional sense um, because I still I mean after you know with the cover of Com- Commodore Planet uh, and the Mole Men mm-hmm. and a little bit of Zodiac I, I, I still don't know where it's going to go for this arc yeah. um, but it does give those bits of info as you say uh, yeah most we, notably, know, we know we know what we're playing with we just don't yes. necessarily know what the trajectory is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, is it going to be another Zodiac-centric arc? I mean, because it opens up with Zodiac, and um, although he's he's got he's actually got uh, motivation now because uh, jumping into one of the points, um, Plesco kind of gets under his skin by telling him that soldier. Uh, hello. <laughs> he just cried. I don't know if you heard him in the mic. No. Crying for attention. So. Live streamers, you can see our um, our fourth high pressure conchu. Uh, yeah, um, Plesco gets under Zodiac's skin and tells him that soldier is actually alive, because uh, Zodiac pits soldier's death as one of one of his yeah. wins. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah. I don't know whether that's the case. Uh, apart from that, you know, Commodore Planet. I don't think you'll cause any more trouble. Um, we got kind of. Almost like a um, a case of the week with with Moon Knight and Hunter's Moon yeah. going in, yeah, to get the mole uh, to to help the mole men. Uh, but I think the 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 crux of this issue was, as you mentioned, Hunter's Moon's revelation about um, the, the Fisticonchus and yeah. that question that he poses. So, yeah, it's a weird one as set up scope because so I I don't know where it's going to go from here. But it it was enjoyable. It has it has all the pieces kind of moving. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's one of the, the first kind of major aspects of this? Uh, what, what do you want to tackle first, Rebecca? Uh, well, I think we have to tackle the resurrections. Yeah. I yep. mean, that's, that's the most, like to me, the most important thing that actually came yes. up here is finding out that. That was a the, huge. That's a, I mean, that's the, the revelation, isn't it? Is that yes. wh- whichever moon, whichever fist of Conchu dies next will not be resurrected. Because mm-hmm. consci- oh well, I mean there is a there is a clause to that though. They will yeah. not be resurrected while Conchu's imprisoned. Yes, that's so right. So I suspect that get out clause might be of interest. Oh, that's very that's very um, astute actually. Yeah, you, you're right because there's that little because the way I read it initially was like oh damn so yeah that's it um, um, and I think that's 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 the kind of well. There is this get out clause, which is get is yeah. free conju. So I wonder if, like, I mean, and that would be a very cool team up for Moon Knight and Hunter's Moon. Yeah. For Mark and Hunter's Moon, I guess we should say. Um, yeah. Yeah. To, yeah it, uh, it... You know, how can we can we free him and can we free him before one of us needs? I mean, I like neither of them have thought of that yet. So I wonder if one yeah. of them will have to be fairly injured before that happens. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know where we're heading, Rebecca. I'm going to call it out right now. Um, the last episode of last year, Mario, one of his predictions, mm-hmm. and I've got the list of predictions waiting to be kind of um, justified, you know, um, yeah. assessed. Uh, but he did say that there will be a big Conchu arc coming up. So I can definitely see that, actually. Maybe you're right. Maybe where this is headed 
is not Zodiac, but maybe it's heading towards a bigger. Well, I mean, like Zodiac could be the instigator of the. It could be the instigator, you know. but we. I mean, but we could get this this team up going up to try and free yeah. Conchu. I mean, how cool is that? Because it does remind me a little bit. Um, okay, this whole scenario. You, it reminded you of Iron Fist. It reminded me of both Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and Wolverine. In the sense that yeah. Wolverine's healing factor, when it when it goes, it leaves him vulnerable. But you just kind of want him to get it back, and, and it's kind of like yeah. this Moon Knight at the very beginning, the first page or so, you know first couple of pages, uh, he's here with Hunter's Moon, and Jed McKay kind of like really um, reminds us that we don't die. That's the point of the Fists of Conchu, mm-hmm. and this is something that Jed has established throughout his whole run. Um, but then, as you say, one of the main aspects of this issue is the fact that um, resurrecting don't rely on being resurrected because Conchu said he's not going to do it again while he's in prison. Yeah. So currently, Hunter's Moon's yep. given him two two scenarios: don't be so yep. cavalier, yep, don't do and don't do stupid things, and also, you know, or or die and you won't be resurrected. I mean, like, and Mark's had some times where he would probably choose that. So yep. So. You know, there is a an interesting kind of thing there. Is like, is Mark now mentally more stable um, mm. to not ever consider that maybe I'd be better off not being resurrected? Yeah, and yeah, not having I'm... the burden of of being Moon Knight. So, like, I well, think he is, but like, yeah. you know, we don't know what's what's coming. So, I mean, also as well. Um... Hunter's Moon mentions that every time you do come back resurrected, you you lose a little bit of yourself. Like, yeah, okay. I've also yeah. got another. Sorry, just I just read the page where he says it, mm-hmm. and I have another another theory. Nice spectoration. Conscious lying. Ah, uh, okay. He's just conscious lies, him... and he just wants to be freed. Ah, very good. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. My, my secondary one is is Conchu's unreliable, but he wants to yep. be freed, and he is he is dangling resurrection um, because yes. he knows what Mark's like. Well, that could that could easily be the case as well, Rebecca. That's yeah, true as well. Just just so like everyone knows, in case you haven't like in case you haven't read this issue. So what we're kind of talking about is. Um, you know, so the Fisaconchu, I mean, only recently Hunter's Moon got resurrected. He was literally killed. He's come back to life. It's happened to Mark uh, a few times as well. Um, but what's the point at the beginning they say, is it on this page as well? Um, it says that like, if we keep on coming back, then how come there's like a, a hall of the dead, right? Yes. Uh, I think that's a, the which idea. We, so... Which we also, I think we discussed that when we saw the first hall of the dead. Mm. It's like, um, yeah. Yeah. Where did so they if... come from and... Exactly. And if we are the ones now, like I think Hunter's been saying, like if, if if we're the ones from the 20th century, you know, why are we the ones um, that, you know, are unbeatable when we're just in a long line of legacy like Moon Knight? So what, what differentiates us from from everyone else? And, and I guess that's also maybe a question yeah. that Jed is addressing because I think that came up. That came up early in the Bemis run. I remember when Bemis introduced that legacy idea where you saw Cowboy Moon Knight, everyone was going, well... If they get resurrected, how come? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. So I guess, exactly. I mean, like, even if they do free Conchu and he can resurrect them again, we still have that holding over them is that you will lose a bit of yeah. your, um, yeah, your mind, sanity, whatever. Yeah. 
And um, all. I guess, you know, as well, because people, I mean, one of the things uh, that loonies were against in regards to this legacy kind of thing is then um, it made, having Mark be Moon Knight was what made kind of him special, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, like, he's part of Long Line. But I think Jed's done a really good job in making him uh, a unique sort of Moon Knight. I mean, by yeah. having um, Hunter's think, Moon counting him. I think it still him. makes yeah. him, I, I mean, I still, it yeah. still does um, separate Moon Knight from other heroes. It's like, there is, yeah. you can be resurrected, but it's like Doctor Who, there's a, there's a cutoff point, whereas you can't after X number of times. Mm. Oh, is that with Doctor Who, is it? Uh, with with uh, reincarnations, although they kind oh. of cheated and gave him more. So, yeah, but it was originally that you couldn't do it more than X number of times. That's I, I like that idea as well. So yeah, I mean, it yeah. also means that if at any point Mark isn't Moon Knight and we have a new one, there's there's a set of rules now established, becoming yeah. established in canon in the last five years of like mm-hmm. how how long that might last. Yes. Yeah, very very cool. Um, uh, one of the, I mean, off the back of this um, this talk about resurrection, which is for sure the main point here, I think one of the other main aspects here that I really enjoyed Rebecca was this this seeing this team up, um, yeah. it, it, like a, a like a full issue team up now between. I mean, Moonlight we love Hunter's seeing Moon. them together, you know. Yeah, but this this felt like the actual unofficial kind of team This up. felt like the first real, real mm. proper one, not just helping with a thing that Mark's got into, but both yeah. going out to do something together. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was fun seeing Hunter's Moon last issue as well, but, you know, he, he came in and, you know, there was a lot of fighting. This is like, and because they really do have a, com- a deep conversation about yeah. their their powers and what their role is. Um, oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry uh, i'm no, needed no. for cuddling so. yeah ah oh, very cool sometimes you just need it doesn't matter what time of day. sometimes you just want to oh, cuddle exactly um yeah so for me one of the highlights was was this um this teaming up of, of yeah. Hunter's moon and moon knight and i think they look really well together i think again sabatini there have been some reservations from loonies about sabatini's art and we've raised this as well but i still think it's great and and as I think Jed said, augmented for sure by Rochelle Rosenberg. Um, so, and here yeah. she gets to play with some different color. I mean, they're the same color palette, but because mm. we're going underground, so it was a slightly different lighting and yeah, um, and yeah. This is such a cool idea. I mean, I never would have picked Rebecca Mole Men or Moloids. No, um, no, me neither. Sorry. They're always um, a surprise to me when they turn up, especially in something like Moon Knight. But I like Moon Knight establishing that he believes the whole earth is his, you know, like as above, so oh, below yeah. kind of thing. That was cool as well. Yeah, that was good as well. Like he's, yeah, exactly. His realm is just, it's not only under the sky, it's it's everywhere. Yeah, he's going to protect all travellers wherever, yeah. wherever they are. And and so, I mean, they go to Subterranea uh, and the Moloids are being exploited um, mm. by, <laughs> I love it, Commodore Planet's henchmen who are dressed up as sailors. Um, <laughs> you know, so, I yeah. don't know, I think it's, it's pretty funny. Which is uh, very funny. Like they, I mean, they look like... Was it Gene Kelly from... Where was he from? Was it Singing in the Rain? Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just... Uh, they look like him with the very traditional sailors' outfits. But, yeah, um, again, just a quick flashback. You see the Moloids, um, they're, they're drilling or doing something, 
Uh, is it revealed, Rebecca? I can't remember. I Planet. Don't remember. What are they? No. But we see a little flashback at the Midnight Mission or the House of Shadows. Uh, there's a Moloid there. Still in tatters, yeah. still in a loincloth, uh, coming to <laughs> coming to Mister Knight, um, and yeah, so Ask we get for help, which is very sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another main aspect, Rebecca, I guess, would be this. Um, as we know, we spoke to Jed about him dividing and and um, cutting up the stories. We get we we bounce back and forth to Zodiac and Plesco, mm-hmm. um, but this this would be a, a good. Um, yeah, I mean, like they, they have a good long chat, and we also get a little mm. flashback to Plesco with Mark, um, with uh, Frenchie, hooray, first yes. Frenchie uh, appearance in in this run, right? Not yes. just to mention, first actual that's r- bit of Frenchie, yeah. That's right, hang on, I should yeah. go back to the, um, yeah, yeah, there's a nice driving, little sepia, yeah. little Frenchie, his eyes are covered, but yeah, I think you can still see a little yes, bit of moustache. You, you got the moustache. Got the moustache. Uh, but the idea here, though, I guess Zodiac is trying to get underneath Plesko's skin, and he makes the point of... Uh, yeah, Mark feels really guilty about his his past. Uh, you don't seem to be weighed down by all, all the the terrors that you've you've obviously done alongside Mark. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of gets under. I mean, some I, I, philanth- you know, he's also philosophical about uh, yeah. psychopathy in America versus perhaps elsewhere. Um, oh, Zodiac, the American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he he very much likes carnage, apparently. Yeah, he someone did, he does- has to. I'll get into trouble for that one. Uh, <laughs> I, I want, I want Victor, I want Vic to to hear this, and you know, what, yeah, what I want, are you saying? I want Doctor Doom to come bop him, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm on Team Doom there. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm yeah. definitely Team Doom. Yeah, no one, no one else toots horns, so yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's just a little, as as Jed said, he's a little shit. Um, yeah. Zodiac, um, happy to say it in his cell, uh, but I, I think as we mentioned. As the conversation goes on, um, I mean, there's talk about, <laughs> I love his talk about officer guilt. Uh, so yeah. basically Zodiac talks about everyone has a conscience. They have a little version of themselves in their head and officer guilt, like, you know, in yeah. your head. And he said, I've killed mine. <laughs> yeah. I like to kill my cops. Um, and yeah. And so he's really um, distancing himself from his original identity. I mean, he mentions his name Terry again, mm-hmm. or whether that is his name, a Terry in the um, when he was uh, undercover, I guess, um, in the Midnight Mission. Um, but he really does want to go by his new name, Zodiac, as well. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but then, as I mentioned, uh, we'll, we'll get to Senor Planet soon there, Rebecca. Uh, as I mentioned towards the end here, yeah. Um, Plesco has the last laugh. So again, uh, yeah, I, I, could do, go... I, I do love that panel of his little eyes. Um, when when uh, <laughs> Plesco's saying soldiers find you, soldiers like, find. Yeah. yeah, you failed Zodiac. I love it. Because... And also, I like that Plesco just walks out the room after yeah. he drops that. You know, it's like nah, mic drop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's nothing better than um, you know, disrupting a smug person and Zodiac is so damn smug. Um, I love it. I loved it when he kind of got his comeuppance here. But it's also, this is where he threatens everyone who hangs out with Moon Knight. Yes. I mean, true, true. So like Zodiac to me is, is a far more, far more effective villain um, and I think Jed has a lot more fun with him than, say, Tudor, because we know ch- the Tudor was the guy that 
is the big bad, right? He's the guy that employed the likes of, um, was it Rampage? I can't remember that. Yeah, there was a, um, oh. I- yeah, I don't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, Rampage, Zodiac, all these. Uh, um, Hawley, who was the guy that with the sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was big bad, but Zodiac still has this kind of. Well, Zodiac's really thought about it and really studied mm. Moon. Like he's picked Moon Knight for a particular reason. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. he has really gone for it in in ways other people have maybe been scared to. Yeah. Um, and he's really, really serious about it. So. Yeah, and then this yes. final panel. Oh, you, actually, I forgot about this panel. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, yeah. So this is this final panel. It it is um kind of like over the well Zodiac's final words to Plesco are kind of overlaid onto this. Yeah. So do you, what what do you make of this panel, Rebecca? Because I don't, I don't know recognize if I make these guys. Anything of it? Like I, yeah, I, I think it's just uh, this is a hint of what's to come. There's, they're not they're connected to Zodiac? Are they connected got, to Zodiac? I, I mean, the implication by having his words over there, to me, yeah. they are. Yeah, and then him threatening Moon Knight's him friends. And you've, while they've and got you've dynamite got, and bullets. And, yeah, but uh, you, have everyone, you have everyone there as well. You yeah. have Plesco, and it looks like Soldier. I could be wrong. I mean, yeah, um, that could be Soldier. Um I, could, I mean, I could be wrong, actually. I don't recognise the oh, uh, Dr. Sturman is under there. Yeah, Dr. For sure. Sturman's there. Um, um, and I can't make the other three. Um, yeah, I so. don't know the other three. I mean, there's a moustache there. It could be Frenchy, but he looks like fairly he's dark-skinned, so maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is like, yeah. I, I guess, as aspects go, this is one of the, could like, be Deatrice what? up top. There's some slight pink hair. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I just don't know. Yeah, so wild it's... speculation there. They have very pink <laughs> gloves, is is my other thought, and very red hats. These things do not match. <laughs> <laughs> and masks, and they adorn the. I mean, oh, let's, they adorn issue twenty. Yeah, so we're definitely going to find out more about them. So, I wonder who they are. That yeah. Anyway, so that I guess Jed's left us with a huge kind of question mark as to what yeah. is. But uh, that is an interesting point as well, Rebecca. I mean, Zodiac um, threatening Moon Knight's friends, uh, and it and his narration overlaid over the last page, and we see it. So I, I don't know whether he's kind of pre-planned this while he's been in custody or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll we'll have to see. But very interesting indeed. Uh, we should go back, Rebecca, to the guy that adorns the. The front cover, yes. Um, some uh, some really great kind of fight. Pa- so, you know, bouncing between Zodiac and all that, we see Moon Knight Hunter's Moon jump into subterranean fray. Um, a lot of kicking, a lot of throttling, as well. Re- Rebecca, very nice. Again, I mean, we, we talk about the splash pages. Yeah, Jed's That's Jed's great. yeah. Yeah, Jed says it's so easy. He can just like write a couple of words, and <laughs> she's got a whole. No, page he said he done. feels guilty, but um. Oh, okay, yeah, but, yeah. But they yeah. they are so impactful that it's they are. Hard not to, and the artists are killing it. So both Sabatini yeah. and Capriccio, um, obviously Rochelle Rosenberg, but like so the splash page is always a real joy in this run. Yep. Um, what did you make of uh, Commodore Planet? Like, he was just kind of. I mean, he there he wasn't. His appearance in it wasn't as big a deal to me as I thought it might be, mm. but it was cool to see him again. It's always nice to see people sort of pulled in from all the stuff. So, um, yeah. But it was a pretty easy fight for them, right? 
It was, and that's, I have a little quibble because, um, and I don't remember it fully, but for those that do remember volume one where he does feature, and it's only Moon Knight, uh, Moon Knight versus Planet in that instance, and he's super strong. Like, I, I enjoyed it when he gave Moon Knight the bear hug here, and yeah, uh, was... I, I I thought he actually cracked something because the, the sound effect was, you know, I thought he actually injured well, him. It's... It's Moon Knight saying it, so I figured it just hurt. Oh, no, there is a crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little crack. But my little quibble was that Commodore Planet seems to have been incapacitated by, you know, boxing the ears. Oh, fair enough. I mean, that's pretty, yeah, pretty hard. pretty hard. <laughs> I, I, only from what I remembered, though, from Volume 1, he – and again, I mean, God, they're, they're different volumes, but, you know, comic book fans – Rebecca, we do have a tendency sometimes to try and knit things together. And yeah. uh, Commodore Planet, yeah, he just seemed to have been beaten a little bit too easy. And, and maybe that links to what you were saying, Rebecca, about you didn't really mind him too much because he just kind of came and went. I would have liked, you know, a, a little bit more resistance or or something. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Did you think that? It's, yeah, yeah. it's always cool to see them coming back. But, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a fun fight, but it was over mm -hmm. pretty quickly. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen him, you know, at least in another issue or something, you know, try to... Uh, but in any instance, we get happy, smiling Moloids in the background, so that's pretty pretty good there. The splash page here with Commodore laid out um, and the Fists of Concha doing their job. That's the other thing as well. Like, I mean, I mentioned I like seeing them both together. Yeah. Um, there's something, I don't know, like there's something classical or just really nice about having two fists yeah um, it's a really good addition I'm, I'm hoping hunter's moon stays on you know for you know at least them fighting crime yeah. and solving yeah. stuff together do, for at least this arc yeah 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 because it's not yeah it's been a while since we've had moon we've had tigra as well and that's been great but the fact that these are two you know counter opposites or whatever or you know, part of the same thing um just of conchu just makes it really really cool to see them both in action so I, I really hope that he sticks around for for, for a longer while um mm. yeah and we'll, we'll have to i agree we'll just have to wait and see um yeah. any any other points here rebecca that you want to raise before we give this a score i don't think so i think we've covered all the big important parts yeah I think so too, um, you know, and we got to the, that last page. We, we're just going to have to wait and see. I I can't remember, Rebecca, um, the solicits for for 20, is it? Uh, let me, I can let me it just quickly. Yeah, here we go. I've got it. So it says here, because I've got that fandom, that wiki oh, thing yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, there's, so next issue, this is, I only want to do this, Rebecca, see if we can tease anything out. Yeah. There's blood on the streets as assassins work their way through a list of names containing those who once formed a Moon Knight shadow cabinet. Um, but with a, oh, okay. So the people on the last page, Rebecca, they were from they, the shadow cabinet. Yeah, the shadow cabinet. Yeah. Okay, so I think cool. the, the black haired lady, I think she's Mercy. Right. Um, but with a number of potential targets and no idea who's next, how can Moon Knight save his former associates? Okay. Plus, just in time for Black History Month, a second oh, second story in which yeah, the present... Yeah, this is where Blade comes. Oh, the, okay, yeah. yeah. In which the Crescent Crusader crosses paths with the Sheriff of the Vampire Nation, Blade, um, which was incidentally, Blade, was it Blade Nation? was a great little one-shot. Uh, did yeah, you read that? Yeah, yeah, I did, that yeah. Was, Really cool working for for Dracul um, yeah. Blade un, un, unwillingly, um, but okay. So 
it looks like if I just, just before we do our scores, Rebecca, I'm just going to go back to that last page again. So it would seem that there's one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people yep. are the shadow cabinet. Um, oh, so that's cool. Um, yeah, that is cool. So now we're going to have to try and protect them before they get whacked. Mm. And and it's really open season as to who would have a vested interest in getting rid of them as well. So I think Jed's playing with a clean canvas here. Um, so it, but anybody's guess as to who these guys are. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, alrighty. Well, out of uh, out of our Connorshoe rating system, Rebecca, what would you give this one? Issue nineteen, Blood Moon Rising. Uh, I'd probably give it a seven. I think. Mostly I would because it's setting the scene so much, and you know. Yeah, I would totally. Well, I want to get to the meat of what's next. Yeah, I, I I totally agree as well. Um, I enjoy the art, the colors, of course. Mm. Um, and yeah, Jed's, you know, he's as I said, he's very consistent. Um, he keeps a few, like threads going. Um, you know, so we we've got Zodiac still happening. Now we've got these weird shadow cabinet. Assassins, and we've got um, a forging relationship between Hunter's Moon and, and Moon Knight. Um, so yeah, all looking good. Um, but yeah, it ha hasn't really, I don't know, reached some of the heights of some of the prior issues. Yeah. Rebecca, I mean, it's, yeah. it's made us excited about what's coming next. But now I want to get to what's next as well. So it has a sort of like double whammy of like I'm I'm excited, I'm interested, but I want to get to it. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Um, so there you go. Looney listeners, um, check it out if you haven't already. But before we uh, wrap things up, Rebecca, of course, we do have quotation marks, uh, yes. some Looney feedback. So uh, would you be so kind to maybe read the ones from uh, Insta Instagram first? Yes, so we Didn't only have one from Instagram, mm -hmm. which is from Metal Gun Talk. Ooh. And they say, kind of a bunch of talking. Learn some lore mechanics, though. I find it funny how Conchu's resurrection power just makes you go hollow like in Dark Souls. Ha ha. I've not played <laughs> Dark Souls, but that is kind of funny. <laughs> uh, no, thank you, uh, Gunmetal. Yeah, I, I read this verse as well. And, um, yeah, I mean, ho hopefully, you know, the talking and, and the interaction between Hunter's Moon and Moon Knight, uh, you know, th there was enough action there as well. Uh, but mm -hmm. I, th I think all of this stuff is very important to, yeah. I mean, Jed's trying to build Hunter's Moon uh, into the into the law as well. And and as you mentioned in your, your comments, yeah, the, the law building uh, as well, which is which is pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, of course, not everyone's cup of tea, um, but uh, ho hopefully you, you enjoyed it and stay on board for, for what's to come. Um, now, just a couple here from our Facebook group. Uh, Mario DiGiacomo, Digicom, uh, he did uh, send a message saying that he will catch uh, this show a bit later. Uh, Mario says, I'm sort of mixed on this one, frankly. While the art was ace, as always, especially the scenes with the Moloids in Subterranea, the story felt like a lot of setup with very little payoff. Uh, while having the crutch of easy resurrection taken away uh, will certainly change the way Mark works and likely lead to a jailbreak sometime down the line. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. There I you go, Mario. I didn't read Mario's comment first, so okay. Uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, We're yeah, on the Mario's, same page. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's he's hoping for it, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> Mario's, uh, he raised it. Uh, the whole conversation between Plesco and Zodiac, while interesting from a philosophical standpoint, doesn't exactly make for engaging reading. Okay, kudos to, Ge uh, to Jed for making Zodiac's manifesto fascinating without also making it attractive in any way. However, that's good. Uh, at least we get a hint of the next arc. I still don't know who the guys in the masks are, but I believe I've identified some of the photos on the table as former Shadow Cabinet members. Yep, which matches solicits. Uh, exactly. Bottom line, 7 out of 10. Same as us, Rebecca. Um, if this if this podcast proves anything, is that we don't read your comments beforehand, so it's not yeah. to sway us too much. So. Yeah, but also, <laughs> Maria, that we're very, yeah, on the on the same wavelength. Yeah. Uh, so 7 out of 10, yeah, not, not Jed's best issue, but still one of the best books out there. No, no, thank you so much, uh, Mario. Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, I, I like that, Rebecca, not reading it before we go in, because it's, it's I try fresh. not to. I like flick. Yeah, I, me too. I sometimes flick them, but I think that otherwise i'll end up getting influenced or, not, or yeah well it's more like stealing someone's idea mm. or yep. um or not coming to it sort of entirely from like sort of my views so yeah, yeah I, I mean like yeah so I, i'm always interested in what people have said but i try very hard not to read those threads too yes much. Um, me too as well i mean the the, the shorter ones I, I probably do flick over um but yeah definitely um but thank you so much mario that's awesome yeah, feedback as always uh, and lastly we have dan katz um hi dan i don't think we've heard from you in a while or maybe um before i loved that after all these years commodore donny still fell to the same ear clap weakness and mark took full advantage of oh, that tactical nice. very cool yes that okay good, so right. okay good i missed that um I okay that right so he did yeah, box his nice. ears in the first one yep um so Mark took full advantage of that tactical information, letting Hunter's Moon take care of him. Fantastic. Full marks there, Dan. Far out. I forgot that little bit. Um, but I just remembered Commodore Planet just throwing Mark all over the place in Volume 1. Um, but, yeah, yeah, you're right. I guess he, he boxed his ears at the end to stop him. So easy fix there. Easy fix. Um, Rebecca, I think that pretty much takes us out um, yeah, for this we did pretty well, I think, considering it was a free a free fall, free for all. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> probably lucky with the the uh, the issue it was for that. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, loonies as well. Yeah, be sure to pick it up if you haven't already. It, it's it's out now. Um, check out those lovely variant covers as well. Uh, they look so good too. Uh, well, spectre. Oh, any spe spectacle, Rebecca. So you were mentioning you are you, are you recording um, anything? Uh, I soon? have done a Larsons of Krypton. Lovely. Um, yes. And on Superman the Wake. Mm -hmm. And the next DCAU one is going to be Reign of the Supermen. So we're we're mm -hmm. sort of following that Death of Superman DCAU vibe through the comics and then yes. back to DCAU. So nice. Nice. Um, yes, uh, on my end, nothing much yet. I'll be recording some stuff down the line. Um, but I have been banking, Rebecca. I've been recording some bonus episodes for Petrini. Ooh, so, nice. yeah, so I have a few um, and I've got a couple more lined up as well. So, again, uh, if you are, please consider becoming a, a Patreon member. Um, and what I'm trying to do, like I did last year, is one bonus episode a month. Um, it's basically. It's on a lot of things uh, or anything, Rebecca. So it's not necessarily Moon Knight related. 
but um, hopefully you'll get a kick out of all, all the discussions up ahead. Uh, as always, a huge thank you to our Patronis, uh, as mentioned at the top of the show, but uh, a, a shout out to everyone there. I'm going to throw you up onto the screen. Odin Odinsaw, Drew Tomes, Daniel Doing, Frank, The Think Tank, Derek O'Neill, Just, Justin, The Owl, Osgood, Wayne Hunt, Josh Johnson, Anthony Sitko, Russell Moran, Mario DiGiacomo, Matthew Howell, Jonathan Sapsid, and Dan Newland. Thank you so much for all your support. It really does mean a lot. Uh, and check out patreon.com slash itkmoonight if you want to become uh, a, a member as well. Yes. Um, also, particular thanks uh, again. I've, I've got to shout uh, our sponsors, Frank the Think Tank. Uh, he has a podcast, I Want to Fight It podcast, with his nephew, Pablo Candy Bar. Um, fantastic. Oh, yeah, really fun, really fun stuff. They they fight monsters and they, they come up with tactics and stuff. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so go check that out. Uh, Odin Odin Sword on Drinking Marvel podcast. I'm not sure if they're entirely active at the moment, but they've got a back a nice back catalogue. Go check it out as well. Uh, Drew Toomes, producing great music, and he's still producing some new stuff this year. Check it out on soundcloud.com slash Toomes with a Z or Lurk Music CK. That that is Luke Music with a CK at the end. dot uh, Daniel Doing still going strong with his creator owned Fringe Night. Please support him on Patreon. dot com slash Fringe Night twenty seven uh, as well. And uh, CLZ Comics, go check it out. Get your database database sorted there at Collectors. dot com and Dreamland Comics. Use the code Moon to get twenty percent off their online store. Uh, finally, we are part of the collective. Uh, Rebecca fantastic shows that Rebecca does as well um but a whole slew of shows out there I'm, I've got to give they a shout cover out. everything they literally they cover, cover everything. everything absolutely everything, everything. um I'll, I'll give capes and lunatics a shout they do like a gazillion shows and uh trapped in the world uh, how the how the duck podcast the there duck, yeah good friend Noel um and Russell doing great stuff there uh, finally, contact-wise, you can contact us on email, feedback at itkmoonlight.com. We've got a website as well, and we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and YouTube too. Just check that out. Uh, we are live streaming all of the current content, um, and there are some extra videos uh, for Patreon members um, for certain certain episodes or such. Uh, I think that about wraps us, Rebecca. Yeah, I think that's uh, pretty done and dusted. What are you, what's uh what's on the plans for the rest of the the holies the, this day off? The day off. I've got a lot of days off this week actually. Um yeah. nothing much today. I'm going to watch this Reign of the Supermen and yes. so I can podcast about that and then just some relaxing cuz yeah. to two day getting to two on Wednesday so. Are you, are you reading any graphic novels or any old storylines or read uh, Iron Man Noir. Ooh. Uh which is amazing. Superman the Wake. Mm -hmm. And I am now reading Tales of Suspense, so but not oh. in, uh, reading it on Marvel Unlimited. So going right back to yeah, nice. Just from just the Iron Man, starting at the Iron Man one, which is thirty two, thirty nine. It's in the thirties, so okay, nice. Uh, we'll see how long I keep that up, but because um, <laughs> it's yeah, a hell cool. of a undertaking to try and read all the Iron Man content. Yeah, gosh, that um, will be, but it'll yeah. be quite interesting to see that all the different kind of eras so yeah yeah um yeah um yeah, I, I, 
uh, just at the moment, old wise, I'm just reading. I've just finished the first trade again to Peter David's X Factor. Nice. Uh, I think, yeah, I think I mentioned you know about Gambit having the three cats and all that. So that's yes. where I'm picking that from. So that's really cool. Um, just really good to go back. And um, I'm reading through again the original Spider Verse. Um, just because. Okay. Yeah, just because I really enjoyed it. Uh, there's the omnibus with. I've the... always wanted to kind of read that actually. Like, I've oh, read sh- bits oh, of should. it, but not the whole thing in its entirety. Oh, okay. Have you? You haven't? Have you got a copy or? Uh, no, but I've got Marvel Unlimited. Got Marvel Unlimited. So. Yeah, and and they'll probably do it in the reading order as well because it's because it bounces yeah, between yeah. all the. It's really it's really satisfying. I just remember when it first came out. So, um, yeah, reading it again and really enjoying it again. You know the the inheritors and. Um, all the different spider people. So yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, listeners, as well, just let us know what you're reading as well. We've got a fan. I forgot to mention the Discord um, channel as well. It's it's going great guns and uh, yeah, just um, yeah, keep posting some stuff up. Let's discuss Moon Knight and or anything else. Um, but until then, may can't you watch over the denizens of the night? Catch you later. Hey everyone, bye. Moonlight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners. Hi, this is Phil, and I'm here to make sure you know all about the Capes and Lunatics Patreon. Don't miss out on all new episodes of Wade's World, Boob Windows and Long Boxes, our hard R movie reviews, and so much more, all completely uncensored. Access starts for as little as $1 a month, full videos when you pledge $3 a month. Check us out at the link in all of our show notes, or just go straight to patreon.com slash capesandlunatics. Hope to see you there.